0: through and get some, so you can share that as you see it and have the opportunity as uh, well, so be sure and remember that. There are other announcements. I know there's a movie night coming up. We'll give you details about that and just other announcements that are going to be taking place, but you can, uh, we will catch you up on everything on Sunday. All right, let's get into the Word together tonight, and uh, if you will, take your Bibles and turn with me to the book of Ruth. The first chapter of the book of Ruth, I'm going to read the first two verses for you as we are back in our study of Ruth. My goal is that next week will be our final study together in the book of Ruth. Now that could change, we never know, but uh, that is my plan Uh, anyway. And so tonight we're going to be looking at Naomi So we have walked through the book of Ruth, then we've been looking at the characters, the prominent characters within the book of Ruth. And we looked at Ruth herself, and then uh, last week we looked at at Boaz, and uh, and then tonight we are going to be looking at Naomi. And then moving forward next week we'll be looking at uh, through uh, Obed. And uh, and what all he means moving forward, and so hopefully you've pulled some things out of the study. Uh, I had a little bit of help as Becky helped me one week, and I know she did a great job. And so hopefully you've heard some things through the study in the book of Ruth that will just grab your attention tonight. I really am desiring uh, to just share with you, pique your interest a little bit about maybe you looking deeper into the life of Naomi. There's one thing about the book of Ruth. Uh, that, that hopefully you've discovered during this series if you didn't already know it, and that is the book of Ruth is inexhaustible. Uh, in uh, directions that you can go and look at and study. There's so much symbolism, symbolic of Christ and our relationship with the Lord so that you can look into our relationships with one another. Uh, you can just look in so many different directions. And so we've covered quite a bit of ground, but we could cover a whole lot more in the book of Ruth. So I encourage you to spend a little time in this book. It's only a four-chapter book, so it's easy to read. Easy to look through, easy to consider and to think about. But tonight, we're going to talk about in this concept of freedom for all, this, this book of Ruth, we're going to talk about new life for Naomi. New life for Naomi is kind of the topic. And so hopefully you're going to hear some things tonight. So Ruth chapter number one and verse number one, I'm just going to read the first two verses for you. It says, Now it came to pass... In the days when the judges ruled that there was a famine in the land, and a certain man of Bethlehem Judah went to dwell in the country of Moab, he and his wife and his two sons. The name of the man was Elimelech. The name of his wife was Naomi, whom we are going to be discussing tonight. And the names of his two sons Were Malon and Kilion, They were Ephrathites of Bethlehem, Judah, and they went to the country of Moab, and catch this last phrase here, and remained there. So a famine hit Bethlehem, Judah. A famine hit in the land of Israel, and so Elimelech gathers his family, Naomi and his family, and they head to Moab in order to escape the famine. But something happens that I think we can easily overlook if we're not careful, and that is this Israelite family made a determination that they were going to stay in the land of Moab. That's That's what I just read to you because the last phrase that I read to you was not only did they go to the country of Moab to get away from the famine, but they remained there. And so there, there's something going on. There's, there's things in this story that we could begin to pull out. But I just want you to notice that. And we've walked through the concepts of the Book of Ruth. So I'm not going to backtrack there. I'm going to just dive right in uh, to to the life of Naomi and and what we can find about. Her life. The first thing I'm going to share with you tonight, and the first thing, and if you're taking notes, I want you to write this down, uh, or put this down where you can look at it at a later time. But the first thing I want to look at is I want to look at this idea. I want us to look at what Naomi lost by leaving. I want you to just think with me for a moment. Because we're talking about Naomi. So the character we're looking at is Naomi. And and we're we're going to talk about new life that, that Naomi receives by the end of this book. But at the beginning of this book, we see that Naomi and her husband gathered the family and left God's promised land for them because of a famine. And they determined Somewhere, somehow along the line that they were going to remain there. Maybe, you know, there's, there's indications that maybe they just remained there un, until they received word that there was bread again in the, in the house of the Lord, that the famine was fully over. Maybe, maybe that's why they had determined that. But we do find that in the process of remaining in the land of Moab, Naomi loses much. And I want, to, I want you to hear this because I think this is important. We need to be, and, and ultimately we know God had a hand in this family in their journey because of what's going to come out of this. So we understand all of that. But what I want you to hear as we start this off tonight is there can be much lost if we choose to leave the place God has planted us. Or the place of blessing. Or the place of our destiny. Now, again, let me back up and let me just say this because I I want you to hear this part as well. We understand that by the end of this story, we realize and we recognize that God had a hand in this process. Because it was going to be in the land of Moab that Ruth was met and then would be would come back and from Ruth would come that child Obed who would be the, the, in the lineage of David who then is, is uh, in the lineage of Christ himself. So all of this was a plan. We understand that. But I just want to think for a moment about the concept. Hear this family. Other families in Bethlehem stayed. But Elimelech and Ruth determined, or and Naomi determined to leave. There's just something there that intrigued me, and and in thinking about Naomi, the reason she needed new life when she would return was because of what she lost when she left. Amen. Now, there's a lot there. When we leave the presence and fellowship of God, we can lose an awful lot. There are pictures here that we could take the time to go into even of Adam and Eve and even of that that beginning place when when they they take things into their own hands and they end up being removed from uh, the garden of God there, there's just pictures that we could look at because how many of you realize that that if we leave the place God has for us we will experience loss in many different ways. Loss of blessing, loss of fellowship. But let's look at a couple of things that Ruth lost. In Ruth chapter one, I read verses one and two, but let's look at verse three. Then Elimelech, Naomi's husband, died. And she was left and her two sons. And now they took wives of the women of Moab. The name of the one was Orpah, and the name of the other was Ruth, and they dwelt there about ten years. Then both Malon and Killion also died. So, the woman survived her two sons and her husband. Leaving the land cost her something. Now, she's going to gain. She's going to be a part of the plan of God. But it was difficult. Amen. That's really what I want to focus on. It's not that God can't turn around our situations. But... Boy, we have to go through sometimes some really hard places for decisions that we make. And, and we see this in Naomi's life. So let, me, let me share with you just a couple things that I see that she lost. Because this, I think this is important in our own journey. The first thing that I see that jumps out at me is she lost for a period of time her connection to the land, the place of promise. She lost her connection to that. They they moved off into Moab. And and even though when she comes back, she's going to find some connection again. She's she's lost that. So, So by leaving, she lost that place of connection. That connection to the land of promise. And there's just something in that that just captures my mind. Because as a pastor, as a long time pastor i've seen so many people who wander off in difficult times and and even though some come back and even though we see but but they lose so much in the process and it seems like they they go through periods where they lose a connection to the promises of god so so i just want to i just want to stir our minds a little bit to think about this concept Be careful the steps you take. Now, we know a righteous man's steps are ordered of the Lord. We understand that. And again, I'm not saying Ruth was out or Naomi was out of God's will when her and Elimelech left or anything like that. I'm just simply looking at the concept of what was lost as they left. What would have happened if they had stayed? We don't know. That's only conjecture. We have no way of knowing. But what we do know is. There was much lost in the journey. There was a connection to the land of promise that was lost. There was a connection to the city, that that community, that that place that was theirs. There There was loss there. There was a loss of connection to the bread, to the miracle provision. I know mean, God had provided for His people many times through famines. Famine is never a reason alone to leave the presence of God. Yes, absolutely, yeah, exactly. Famine should not be the reason. That that we 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 leave because God because what you do when you leave when times get tough when things get difficult if you're not careful you cut yourself off from the miracle provision of God, Amen. And and then all the obvious loss that was experienced when she left was the loss of the family. We we see it's the, that's the most obvious loss that is in this story the husband that that dies and I again i just I'm not saying they died because of this I'm just saying this was a this was a repercussion of the journey. The husband died the two sons died she naomi became a woman of loss of hurt of devastation and so. There's something there that that I just want to bring out, and I didn't want to dwell long there, but I at least wanted to put that out for you, because this is why it is so important that we ensure that we are moving in the will of God. Because when we step in directions, we are making decisions, and if we are not sure this is God, we encounter loss, it's going to be really difficult to move through anybody ever experienced that if we know god's in it we can overcome it and it, it almost seems to me that naomi must have have because we never see where she left her faith really i mean we never see where she turned her back on god we we do see some repercussions and we'll talk about that in just a moment but but so maybe she knew this was god's plan but even when you know you're in God's plan, loss is still very difficult. Amen. So, she lost. So, it's just something for us to consider. Now, let's get on into really where I want to go. The second thing is, because we're talking about new life for Naomi. So, the, the second thing that I, I want to hit tonight is how she responds. See, we, we can look at what we lost what was lost, and we can see that and it becomes evident and we can take some mental notes of that and understand this is why we must make sure we're walking in the will of God and the plan of God that we're not doing only because we want to do or because times are difficult wherever we are, because loss occurs when you leave. But but the most now the the, the transition that I want to move towards how we can really pull from this story for us is how she responds. This is imperative, and this is important, and, and I, I think where we can really learn something. So in Ruth chapter 1, verse 6, Then she arose with her daughters-in-law, that she might return from the country of Moab. So she makes a decision, I'm, I'm going back. So she, she rises up with them, and she's ready to go, that she might return. For she had heard in the country of Moab that the Lord had visited His people by giving them bread. Therefore she went out from the place where she was, and her two daughters-in-law with her, and they went on the way to return to the land of Judah. And Naomi said to her two daughters-in-law, Now you go, return each to your mother's house. The Lord dealt kindly with, deal kindly with you as you have dealt with the dead and with me. The Lord grant that you may find rest each in the house of her husband. So she kissed them, lifted up their voices, and wept. And they said to her, surely we will return with you to your people. But Naomi said, no, you go back. There are no sons in my womb. I'm not going to be able to help you. And so let me just summarize a little bit. Ultimately, Orpah returns to Moab. She goes back home. She stays. She leaves Naomi. Ruth makes a decision that she is going to stay. Okay? Okay. So, she makes the great statement in the Bible in in Ruth chapter 1, verses 16 and 17. Verse 18, when she saw that she was determined to go with her, when Naomi saw Ruth was going with her, she stopped speaking to her. And the two of them went until they came to Bethlehem. And it happened when they had come to Bethlehem that all the city was excited because of them. And the women said, Is this Naomi? But she said to them... Do not call me Naomi. Call me Mara. Because the word means bitter. For the Almighty has dealt very bitterly with me. I went out full, and the Lord has brought me home again empty. Why do you call me Naomi, since the Lord has testified against me, and the Almighty has afflicted me? So Naomi returned, and Ruth the Moabitess her daughter-in-law with her who returned from the country of Moab. And now they came to Bethlehem at the beginning of barley harvest. So let's look for a moment at how she responds now. So she lost much, everything. But now how is she going to respond? Well, she makes the right response and she's going to return. So that was the right response. But but let's look at... What she does that so often we do and how it can negatively impact us. This, this statement in this series that I just read to you scriptures was not Naomi's finest moment. Because even though she made a good decision to go back, the way she responds to going back does not set her up to succeed in God's kingdom plan. Amen. What does she do? The well, first thing she does is she accepts the offense the hurt she accepts it she even says god has afflicted me she receives that she she accepts that this is now who i am i am this offended hurt devastated Person, that's all that I am. I'm going back, but I'm coming back offended and hurt. Amen. That was true, but she accepted. You know, offense is something that you, you and I, we will face in this world. We will face offense. We will face difficulty. We will face uh, issues that are hard to face. That's a part of this life that we live in, but. If we choose to accept it, it becomes who we are. If we choose to say, you know what, that offense, that hurt, that devastation is not going to define me, then we can truly find ourselves in God's plan no matter where we are coming from. Amen. So Naomi, the first thing we see her responding is she accepts this offense. She's lost hope. Do you see that there? Think with me what she told the daughters-in-law. She said, go home to your family. And they said, we want to stay with you. And she said, I have no more children in my womb. I have nothing to offer to you. Even if I did have a child, you would be so old by the time that child, there would be no way you you could wait and all of those things. She lost hope. She heard there was bread back in her homeland. She made the right decision to get up and go back but she's accepted being this offended hurt devastated person and she's coming back with no hope she she gets there and they're excited to see her the family's happy to see her come back the people that she knows are happy to see her and they say it's is this Naomi and and she says no you call me bitter I have no hope of having life again I'm just coming back because that's what I needed to do. So her response is not good. It doesn't seem like a response that's going to lead to new life. She she has accepted this offended persona that's hurt and devastated, rightfully so. But she's accepted this about herself, and she's lost hope. I'm, I'm going somewhere, so just bear with me. She determined to return But she almost missed her deliverance and her help because the very one that determines to go with her is the final one she attempts to reject. Because Ruth said, no, I'm going with you. And she she quit. She no longer talks to her, just walks. It seems like it would be a miserable journey. We've covered that before. We're not going to go back there. She doesn't recognize Ruth. She said, don't call me Naomi. Call me Mara. I'm bitter. I left full and I've come back empty. Not even acknowledging that Ruth has sacrificed everything to walk with her. She almost missed. She made the right decision to go back. But she almost missed Her deliverance, her new life opportunity, the one that is sent alongside to bring her life. She almost misses it because she has accepted the persona and the person of being offended and hurt and devastated and destroyed. And she's lost hope. And as children of God, if we lose hope, what do we have left? Hope is in Christ. Our hope is in life eternal. Our hope is not in ourselves. She could not provide any longer children. That was a true statement. But her hope was not in what she would provide. Her hope was in what God would provide for her. Amen. Do you know our hope is not found in what we can provide for ourselves? Our hope is found in what God has provided for us. And if we're not careful because we will accept offense and we will accept hurt and we will accept hopelessness and we will accept that we are not enough and that we can't do it and and our life is over, we we will accept this devastation. We will become that because the things that we dwell on in our mind will begin to exude out of our life. And, And if we're not careful, we can miss God's deliverance and God's help and God's hope by bringing people into our lives around us that can lead us out of our situation. Amen. Do You know, we're pretty bad sometimes at pushing out the very ones that God is sending in to try to help us. Amen. So she almost missed her deliverance and her help. And I noticed this too in her response. She carried her struggle with her back to Bethlehem she carried her struggle to this place of new life and, and because she was so determined to carry this burden she could have easily missed the life that waited for her you've ever known people they go through their entire life carrying burdens they were not meant to carry Your our response is vital in the process of new life. Amen. It's important. Our thoughts, our words, our actions, the life we live. And I'm not saying fake it or anything like that. I, we go through hard times. But we still have a decision as to how we respond. Amen. Come on, how many many understand that? We still have a decision as to how we respond. And when we see Naomi at the beginning of the story here, through the first chapter, her response doesn't seem like it's going to lead her to new life. I just got to be honest with you. Naomi, in the first chapter of the book, probably is not the favorite character of anyone reading the book. Because it seems like She's she's just so far from God being able to bless her. But God specializes in bridging gaps. Amen. Is anybody thankful for that? I'm thankful that he does so. I just want to encourage you, check your response. When you go through hard times, check your response. Make sure you're keeping hope alive. Make sure you're not accepting the offense and the devastation. And for sure, don't agree with the situation defining who you are. Only God defines who you are through Christ. Don't don't let the situations of your life define you. Because if you do, you'll miss your deliverance, and the help, and the very ones that God will send into your path to help you through the process. And don't carry burdens that you were not meant to carry. The third thing that we see Naomi doing is she rediscovers her faith. And by saying that, I'm not saying she lost her faith, but it was really... At a low tide, a low ebb. It was really low. But in the process of the story, she rediscovers it. And look, look what, how, we, how we know this. And I, I probably won't take the time to read the scriptures. But in Ruth chapter 2 and Ruth chapter 3. If you'll read verse, chapters 2 and 3. You will find out that there's something changes. Let's start off in in Ruth 2, verse 1. There was a relative of Naomi's husband, a man of great wealth of the family of Elimelech. His name was Boaz. So Ruth the Moabitess said to Naomi, Please let me go to the field and glean heads of grain after him, in whose side I may find favor. And she said, Naomi said to her, Go, my daughter. The first thing we see her doing on the road to rediscovering her faith is she finally accepts again Ruth. She accepts her into her life. She calls her my daughter. Remember, she had just got there saying, I went out full and I came back empty. But somewhere, all of a sudden, she realizes, hold on. I at least have a daughter. And she accepts her. I, I, and so by accepting Ruth, I see an acceptance of the life to this point as hard as it was. She comes to a place that she says, okay, we're here. It's just you and I, but I'm accepting you. How many know to rediscover faith, to make it to new life, especially after leaving and especially after going through hardship, the the first thing that becomes important is you accept where you are now. And you accept who's with you now. Because you could spend your whole life wishing others were with you rather than accepting the very ones God has placed with you. Amen. Amen. Always look for what you have. That's how you start rediscovering faith. It's when you start looking for what you have, not what you've lost. Amen. Not even what you need. Amen. I hope this will just speak to somebody. Because we don't even see Naomi. She's She's not even just looking for what she needs now. She's accepting what she has. Ruth's statement was not, I'm going to run, find a kinsman redeemer, and he's going to redeem us, and we're going to be all right, and it's going to go forward. That wasn't. A, she just said, let me go, and maybe I'll find favor somewhere, and, and someone will show me favor. And, and, and Naomi says, go, my daughter. She's accepting what she has. Before you can rediscover faith that leads to new life and find all that God has for you, you've got to accept what you have. The second thing we see her doing in Ruth chapter 2 is she releases what she has. She accepts what she has, but then she's willing to release it. She tells Ruth, go. Go. She releases her. She not only calls her her daughter, but she releases her. And in verses 17 of of Ruth chapter 2, in verse 17, so she gleaned, Ruth gleaned in the field until evening and beat out what she had gleaned. And it was about an ephah barley. Then she took it up, went into the city, and her mother-in-law saw what she had gleaned. She brought out and gave to her what she had kept back after she had been satisfied. And her mother-in-law, Naomi, said to her, Where have you gleaned today, and where did you work? Blessed be the one who took notice of you. So she told her mother-in-law, with whom she had worked, and said, The man's name with whom I worked is Boaz. Naomi said, Blessed be he of the Lord, who has not forsaken his kindness to the living and the dead. She said, This is a relation of ours. She released her, and by releasing her, she discovers reconnection. Amen. So she accepts what she has. She releases what she has. And all of a sudden, she's on the journey to reconnection. Because the very field she ends up in is the field of a close kinsman. Amen. Not by coincidence because God had a plan. And so she releases what she has and then the last thing she directs what she has to fulfill God's plan. Amen. She she accepts it. Ruth, she releases Ruth and it finds the right she finds the right field comes back and then she directs Ruth forward cuz she tells her when she comes back now here's what you need to do i want you to go back and you're going to you're going to lay at his feet you're going to make him aware the deed of a redeemer amen and then he will take it from there But notice, she's directing her now. I mean, we, we've seen a complete 180 in Naomi's life all of a sudden. We, we see her going from considering herself empty, offended, devastated, and hurt with no hope, ready to give up, ready to send away Ruth, to accepting this is what God's brought me back with. So I'm going to release what God's brought me back with to, to find whatever it is He has for me. And then as I'm seeing the plan unfold, I'm going to direct the path into the place God is leading. I'm going to now become proactive. There's faith at work now. So, so some, she's rediscovering some faith. Because she said. Now I want you to go in. And I want you to do something. That's not appropriate. It wasn't appropriate for a young woman. To go in and lay at the feet of a man. She covered his feet. And laid there. Amen. But she. she Naomi takes steps now of faith and directs her faith towards what God is providing. Amen. She directs what God has given to her, what she has released, she directs it to the Redeemer. Amen. There There is some depth right there that we can apply because if you'll take what you have and accept that, and you'll release it into the hands of God and as God provides for you if you will begin to direct God's provision in your life towards the Redeemer towards Jesus Christ you'll find the life He has for you and the final thing she rediscovers faith and then what does she receive? well last week we talked about Boaz Boaz Goes and redeems them. When he redeemed her. He purchases back. He does something even for Naomi. He settles her future. Amen. And he releases a current blessing upon her life. And he recovers her past. Amen. Do you know there is no more mention of her calling herself or anyone else calling her Mara? She is Naomi again. And that child that's going to be born of the union of Boaz and Ruth... Is her link to her past being recovered, her current situation finding blessing, and her future being settled. If you can hear this, and if I can tie this up in a neat little bow for us, I think it'll help us. Because on the journey called life, when things are difficult, we will lose some things. There, we, we all probably in this room or all watching online have faced loss of some kind. But how we respond is important. We must not let it define us. So what do we have to do in those moments we rediscover faith? And we accept what we have. We release it into the Lord's hands. And then we direct it as blessing comes, as Guidance is given, we direct it to the Redeemer. And then we receive all we need for new life. And Naomi, who was so bitter and hurt as the story ends, is sitting with a bouncing baby boy on her lap. Her grandson that she's going to raise and nurture. That she never thought she would see. Can I say this to you as we close tonight? God has things planned for you and me. That we could never imagine that we would see. If we will live in the new life he's given to us. Amen. Let me believe there's something in that that you can pull out. And apply into your life and your situation. Amen. Let's rediscover faith greater than only accepting what the world has brought to us. And let's receive all that God has for us. Amen. And amen. Let's pray. And then when we pray, we'll close the the, the service tonight. On the live stream. So let's pray. Father, we love you tonight. We thank you. We thank you for the word. We ask, Lord, that you would bring this word to life in our hearts and you would speak to us. That, Lord, in the times that we need this word to become evident and real, that, Lord, you would bring it to our memory. That when we feel we've lost, When we have the opportunity of offense, devastation, hurt. And we have the opportunity to allow those things to define us. Help us, Lord, to respond the right way. Rediscover faith. And live in the fullness of your new life. So speak to our hearts tonight.